What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Fundamental Podcast, where we discuss stories and experiences of athletes. I'm your co-host, Chang. And I'm your co-host, Chloe. And today we have a very special guest joining us again. Christina, do you mind um, introducing yourself to everybody? Sure. Hi, this is Christina. I'm so glad to be on here. Um, can't wait to get starting talking with you guys. It's a, it's a pleasure to have you here with us, Christina. It's an absolute pleasure. And today we have a very special topic today as well. Chloe, do you want to introduce a topic to everybody? Yeah, sure. So welcome or welcome back to the Fundamental Podcast. If you are regular listeners, thank you. And if you're new, we're hoping that you learn something as we, of course, have Christina here to speak with us today. So thank you, Christina. And today we decided that we're going to talk about something that should really perk up the ears of multi-sport athletes in our audience. So um, if you're playing multiple sports, this is for you. So this is all about how to prioritize, balance, manage multiple sports, and how to possibly make commitments that, um, you know, go further with one sport or just, just how to navigate all of that, especially if you are trying to choose um, between how many sports to play or what you want to do. So I think Christina is the best guest for that. So we're really excited um, to speak with her. So first, Christina, um, if you could just give a little introduction of what sports you play and just how long you've been doing them. Of course. So um, I grew up on an island. So beach sports like volleyball, those were, you know, always with us growing up. I think I like officially joined like a volleyball team in school when I was in elementary, like maybe like fourth grade. That's when I started. And then fifth grade, we started um, competing at like the state um, at like state tournaments. But then fourth grade is when I officially started playing volleyball. I did continue until I graduated from high school. Um, and then another thing that I used to do was golf. So I used to do golf with my family um, starting like third grade, still love golf, such a great sport, um, love bonding with everyone there. And then I briefly used to do tennis during elementary and middle school years, but unfortunately just never carried out through high school year because like you said, the time commitment um, but in high school, I did find something else. I found outrigger, which is kind of like a rowing sport. And, um, and I used to compete in that. And then outside of school, I also did kickboxing, which I still do. It's awesome. Yeah, so we're, we're really excited because like, I mean, you definitely have a lot of experience. And um, I know like Chang, myself, and of course, you know, our guests, we've all had experiences with um you know being a multi-sport athlete at one point or like playing multiple sports so I guess um like I I can start with my own experience of what sports I've played I know I've, I've talked a little bit about in the past but um, right now I'm a swimmer from the United States so um that's really my my focus sport but at one point I was doing swimming I was dancing I was playing tennis, uh, volleyball. So volleyball, definitely have experience with that. Um, basketball, played for two years. So I definitely understand what it's like to have a really hectic schedule. And sometimes that can be um, a little overwhelming, but we'll get into that a little bit later. Chang, 
how many sports do you play if you just want to run the audience and yeah yeah, yeah of course um so like um i personally didn't play a lot of sport at once like most sport i play like simultaneously just two but golf and basketball that's like the most i did and then but i did like play a couple sports that, like throughout my life um such as badminton tennis also swimming and then yeah um and right now i just uh, focus on golf uh, that's it and then also like party as we mentioned so like time commitment like um just managing our time like manager schedule so yeah i'm really excited to dive into this topic today yeah so christina i know you mentioned like you didn't carry out some sports um, within high school, um, but you still like to do other activities, of course. So I guess, can you just talk about like those transitions and like how you made those choices? So I guess um, it's just because tennis and golf weren't really like funded in our school. So um, it, for us, in order to go to a golf practice, we have to all get in a in a bus with all our golf things, which is like, as you know, huge, like you have all your balls, you know, I, I like to carry my own golf ball. So it's a lot more heavier than other people's bags. Um, I had to bring them all in the truck. And then inside a very raggedy old bus, we all had to be transported like 15 to 20 minutes away um, into a golf course area. But you know, it was just too much. Like I didn't want to have to bring my golf bag every morning to school, carry it around, check it once in a while in lunchtime to make sure nobody stole my golf balls or none of my things are missing. Um, it, yeah, it was just too much to carry on. So I just decided to play golf um, separately just as, you know, pleasure with my friends and family. And then uh, tennis was something that I also stopped doing not necessarily because I did um, I didn't like it, be, but because I honestly I had some feud with my coach. So <laughs> it's a small island, you know. We only have like two, three coaches that are you know able to train students. So I didn't like one coach, and the other coach was too full. And then so I was like, you know what? Maybe this is not my sport. <laughs> so that's how I just kind of stop tennis and also because in high school I just found so much more sports with so much more you know team players so yeah tennis you know as you know it's kind of like a one-man thing because I, I don't do doubles um, so yeah it was just not it and I decided to move on to something else like outrigger and cheerleading. Those certainly like really in-depth reasons like into like why how you chose a sport which is a really great insight to our fellow audience and I personally, like, first of all, I just really, yeah, very sorry to hear that, like, you uh, didn't have much, like, you know, it's a lot of work for you to like, carry the clubs every morning, you know, to practice and stuff. Yeah, I, cert I certainly get that myself. And I also, like, yeah, and I kind of really appreciate what my school is able to create for our golf program. So, yeah. And also just... Uh, oh, yeah. to You're lucky. In... <laughs> yeah, so, like, to dive into more, like, regarding my kind of my how I chose the sports so like yeah very similar to like how Christina like chose how, how she chose how, how like how the reason the reason is very similar so like for example for badminton it just I play pretty much starting from I don't know I think start from in kindergarten all the way until fifth grade it just like and I start when I moved to the immigrate to the U.S. because I just 
there's not much competition. It's not really popular in the U.S. It's definitely not as popular as it is in, as it was in China. So, and then so I kind of stopped. And then for tennis, I played for a year. Like I played like tennis and badminton simultaneously in fifth during fifth grade. And I just like said very soon to Christina, like the coach I just didn't like. Well, like even that time was kind of like a me problem because like that time I just wasn't into like the cardio stuff. And my mom and my mom want to coach and wants me to do more cardio and I kind of oppose that. So like I kind of have a not really feud, but just a kind of disagreement with my coach. So that's kind of why I stopped tennis. And then and also because like when I moved to the U.S., basketball was like more fun, you know, because I, I was learning English at that time. So like you know, being able to just like play basketball with friends and then get a new get a new teammate, how teammate how teamwork, like. Just to get that kind of experience was like really special, really helped my like improvement to like learn English and such and make friends. And then like um, I played all the way until like um, freshman year, where I was like I also played on a team during freshman year. And then I stopped to like just completely focus on golf because like just the uh, the time commitment again, it's a time commitment. Like I remember I used to have I used to wait like. Cause like well, after we play, I was on frost off. So like after like we play a frost off game, we do stay for JV games, and we also need to play uh, watch the varsity games just to give them support. Like uh, and every single night when when I get home, it's like eleven p.m. So like and just no time to do like homework and so I just know like you know like if I want to continue like you know, I want to go to JV or varsity, that's gonna be a lot more work, especially when I also want to like you know focus on focus on academics. So like I kind of just stopped. Uh, just golf is a less commitment, time commitment thing for for me personally. So yeah, that's why I chose this one. And Chloe, how do how about you? Yeah, yeah. So I think, I mean, starting with dance. I know I had done um, lots and lots of dance just leading up, you know, in like primary school and stuff like that. And then like I kind of I started it during freshman year, but then like I had some you know like I don't know tension conflict with my instructor and everything and I just wasn't enjoying it anymore so it was more of just like I don't really see myself you know investing more into this um you know part of my life I guess even though like I mean strictly I was doing like ballet and everything so like that was that was more so what I was focused on but um, and I was like pretty, I would say I was like at a pretty advanced level too, but I just didn't really see it like going really anywhere. Um, and then I think like tennis again, is just kind of like, it just weeded out eventually. I don't know. It wasn't, um, you know, any particular reason like that. I just didn't do it because I still do like a lot of different sports and I still do a lot of cross training that benefits my, um, you know, swimming and everything, but I just don't do it at a like you know super high intense level or a varsity sport or something like that but um I think really just what it what it came down to is like understanding the commitment that I wanted to have with swimming and then that kind of like trumped all the other sports so like now you know I'm I'm very happy to have put a lot of energy and a lot of time and, and you know invested a lot into the sport of swimming which you know, I, I love, and I am definitely like deeply devoted to. And I think that it goes to show like, it's okay to, 
you know, be able to step back from different sports and stuff and, you know, not feel so pressured to like take on everything because I know sometimes it can be really hard to like balance, balance things. And I guess we've, we've done like a little bit of like a, you know, friendly like debate on this podcast before, but do you all think just like question, you know, for all of you, do you all think that, um, you know, similar to like the myth of multitasking, like if we transfer that into, you know, how we're speaking about sports now, like, do you think that it's possible to like reach the maximum potential or maximum success if you play like three or more sports? Curious. That's certainly a very interesting question. Like, I think that's, um, I think really, it depends, I think there's multiple perspective to this thing that it has like, you know, to a certain extent that's true, but to a certain extent that's not true. Like for example, as you talk about earlier, like you like cross training, some training, for example, in swimming might also apply to basketball. Like I know like I saw my friends that used to do that when I had the time because like, like so, so swimming, you build strength, you like, especially during like growth spurt time, like it helps uh, grow, like helps with your height and also help with strength. So like it kind of just up, naturally applies to sports such as basketball. And to be honest, golf as well, because you kind of need strength, pretty much any sport to be honest, because like, you can the strength and conditioning is like pretty much the main components of every sport, majority of sports. So like, if it if it's like related, then yes, three or more sports, it could be beneficial. It, you can do every single one pretty well. But if you like, let's say you play sports such as you know, um, maybe you play golf and then like you play um, football or something. Like just maybe sport just not as closely related because for golf. Personalized based on personal experience, it's not that hone in on strength, conditioning, training. It's more about flexibility. So like, um, it just depends. It just depends on your situation that like whether the sports are interrelated. Yeah, Christian, we're okay. really interested on your perspectives and also Chloe as well. I'm I'm curious to see what you guys think about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I was taking a fat minute to like process it. I was like really thinking <laughs> because as someone who played so many sports, I'm like. I was questioning my life. I was like, oh my goodness, am I not like doing anything <laughs> in one sport? Um, but yeah, in the end, I do think I totally agree with you about what you said about how it may like interconnect and how it may help you in playing other sports. I know, um, you know, I know like for some reason, golf really helped me when I was playing volleyball. I know, so odd, but I use like some very similar techniques. Um, but um, at at the end of the day, I do think that although it does help, if you do want to excel in one thing and only that one thing, yeah, it's better to, you know, concentrate on that one sport, not, uh, yeah, but not do like all the other sports. So you know how like, you know, those Olympic um, athletes, they don't compete in like, like volleyball, and then they suddenly do swimming, you know, um, they, they do have, they all have like the same practices of doing cardio. They do some of this to get their trainings in, but I don't think, you know, they do all those types of sports and they're able to excel all of them and master all of them. Yeah, I, I would definitely agree, Christina. And um, my perspective is this and that like, I definitely have multiple um, friends or teammates, you know, that I swim with that have in the past like excelled at both um you know swimming and running those really go together and um there's a lot of a lot of 
friends that I know that do really great in both or um, of course you know if it's like cross country and track you know that that works really well together but um, yeah I get I get what you're saying with you know if like you have you know two sports that are very different from each other you know like that um, I don't know that I guess that wouldn't help necessarily cross training if that's that's a goal but um, you know yeah like elite level sports are there for a reason and you train really really hard and you like make sacrifices so um yeah I think that like really brings us into like a good section of this topic and I'm really glad that Christina like you brought that up that you know Olympic level athletes have put in you know blood sweat and tears and so much more to like that one particular sport and um I think that's honestly really respectable and you know, of course, like you can do really well in multiple sports, you know, we're not saying that like, you know, you, you only have to pick one and be really good at it. Um, but at the same time, like it's something to definitely consider, like if you have long-term goals or if you see something um, within a certain sport that you're like, wow, like this is something that, you know, really excites me or I have this goal that I really want to achieve or like, I know that I have a lot of potential in the sport. I mean, that's, that's like a really good benchmark or a really good standard to just kind of evaluate like, okay, well, are these other sports going to benefit me and help me excel in the sport that I'm most passionate about? Or are they just kind of extra that might be, you know, holding me back from like going, you know, to the gym more often or like staying a little longer at my practice that I really love and working with my coach to make sure like, I'm doing the best I can in my passion sport or something. So I think it's just something to definitely consider, but I absolutely agree. Christina, like, you know, those, those Olympic level athletes or even, you know, like your national team athletes. Um, and, and of course, like athletes that I'm around on a day-to-day basis, like we're not, um, you know, focusing on multiple sports for um, the same goals that we have with swimming. You know, swimming is definitely what we're focusing on. So I think like, I guess how to navigate sacrifice. Sometimes that can be really hard. And I know, like I had just mentioned, you know, long-term goals, just kind of looking at what's helping you. It's not, we talked about, you know, the benefits of like cross training and such, but um, Christina, I'm curious, like, do you have any kind of like advice or perspective of like how to just make sacrifices without feeling like you're giving up something? Hmm. So I'm actually really horrible at that. (laughs) I I'm a person that thinks um you know I like my motto in life is not to go like think back and if I think that I'm going to regret that decision don't make it so I hate I absolutely hate regretting anything um and so I hate letting go of things so I think I was honestly pretty horrible at that during high school um I was struggling so much just because of the sports um but I did, I do want to say, you know, I, I was still able to quit some sports, um, not like fully quit them to the point where I don't do them, but then just, you know, just quit them so that I don't have to go to school practices anymore. <laughs> um, so I guess the number one thing was, um, does it make me happy? Because, you know, like the whole, the whole point of you doing sports and devoting so much energy and time into this is because you genuinely want to do it. But for example, tennis, 
I, I love this sport, but it's not making me happy. Like my feud with the coach was so horrible. Everyone knew, <laughs> everyone in the practice knew. So I was like, you know what? It's not really making me happy playing tennis outside of, you know, um, the class with my friends and family. That's what makes me happy. So that's how I decided that this isn't really beneficial to me. Um, and I already know enough of the sport to be able to playing it with my friends and family. So maybe this is the time to kind of stop and put an end to this because it's not like I want to be training to be like a national athlete or something. I just do it because it makes me happy, but it's no longer making me happy. Um, and then I think like another big thing was definitely time. So I had a lot of, um, while doing, you know, even like competitions outside of school that were um, academic competitions outside of school, like there were so many different um, cases where they were overlap or they, you know, it happens all the same time, same day, everything. So I felt like that's like in high school, that's why I quit a lot of my sports because academics was always first to me and everything, you know, that interfered or would, uh, you know, as, like pull me astray from that goal. Um, that was just deemed, you know, like a second choice to me. And so that's why, honestly, even though I did play um, varsity volleyball during sophomore year, um, I did miss out in a lot of practices and a lot of games because it also interfered with my cheer practice or like something like math core competitions or outdoor competition. So I do feel like, you know, um, I did miss out on a lot of things because I was in so many things. So I didn't really get to truly appreciate every single moment and every single, like the whole timeline of the sport, I guess. Nice. So to um, the people who are, you know, listening, yeah, don't be like me. Don't engage yourself in like 10, 15 other sports and miss out on all of them. <laughs> I, no, I, I feel like that's really good. No, I know like Chang, you're going to say something. Um, but I was just going to say, like, just, you know, to to give you like some reassurance, like you're definitely in the majority, you know, not a lot of people are good at that. So I know you said like that you're, you're horrible at it, but I think I think you gave us some some good stuff. So I think you're representing well um, with the people that might struggle with it. So yeah, Chang, you're going to say something. Yeah, 100 percent. Like that's 100 percent me as well. Like I suck at giving up things. So like. Yeah, I resonate with you like a lot. Like also like stay I resonate with you. Like there are a couple points, actually a lot of points in like what you just told us, and I really agree one. First of all, like when you talk about giving up, like not not yeah, like giving something up. Like for example, you want to stop to play a sport, don't stop completely. Like just because you don't play on a team, doesn't mean like we don't play in any competition. Doesn't mean like oh. The sport is not like I would just stop the sport completely. Like you're still playing a sport, like like as you said earlier, like like you play a sport mainly for happiness. You mainly to like have fun, play to be your friends, um, be your family as well. So like that's really important to just know that if it's something that bonds your family together, but like you don't have the time to like go following the competition, still do it. Like sometimes like it's have like, it's always good to have some sort of distractions like you know like just i'm not talking about distraction means like outside noises but a distraction like distract you from like move Escape. you away just right. some good right right like, like a, you need some time you know like away from life right you know? yeah yes. there you go yeah thank you sometimes yeah 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 
So now you're good. So, so and let's, yeah, that's the first thing I really agree. I agree with. And the second thing, I know it's like kind of not related to this episode, but like, yeah, academic life definitely comes first. Like, like all in all, you're a student athlete. You're not athlete student. So like, student comes <laughs> first. So like. I at least I mean some people might see this differently, but I highly recommend you put academics first. So like, yeah, that's the the second point that I agree with, and then a third point, a major point I agree with was like, yeah, let me just let me just formulate this in my head. That's like, you know, maybe while I do that, Chloe, do you have anything to share? Like, yeah, yeah sure, no problem, no problem at all. So, um, yeah, Christine, I think like you know what you're mentioning about, um you know, like, does it, you know, bring me happiness and everything? Like, of course, like, that's one of the first questions you should ask, like, you know, like, are you enjoying your, um, you know, other sports and stuff and what makes you the most happy, but then also, um, you know, something that you mentioned with just like missing out on like certain matches and stuff and like volleyball and everything. I think that's also something to really pay attention to because, you know, if you're, you know, feeling really bummed and you're feeling really sad about like, I'm not with this team, you know, this really, you know, like this made my day. And I feel like because I can't go to this game, you know, now, now I'm having a bad day or something like that, you know, that's something to pay attention to and almost like kind of tap into that sadness and say like, okay, maybe this is the sport that I should continue with. This is the sport that I should, you know, spend more time in because it makes me happier. Or like, I just, you know, have like that fear of missing out or something like that more so than other sports, you know, because if you're missing practice and you're like, not really caring a whole much like about whether you're missing practice or not you know maybe that's not something that you want to continue with so that's that's also another like factor to consider but I think also um kind of just going back to like when you were first mentioning like all the travel and like the um you know bus schedule and stuff like that and then like Chang I knew you mentioned like all the late nights and especially with high school sports it's very important to, um, you know, really support like your C squad, B squad, whatever you have, like junior varsity, varsity, like those are all things that you are kind of like required to be at, you know, no matter what team you're on. Um, Cause that's just part of the culture. So, yeah, I think like if you're thinking not only long-term goals, you're thinking about like happiness and everything, like another piece of advice I would say is important to kind of, consider as a factor is like what's your school's involvement with that sport how much funding are they giving to that sport you know because if it's strictly school um you know like maybe that does affect your ability to make a practice or you know if it's like you know they um you have to go you travel that's the word you travel and you travel a lot and you travel long ways you know that does take up a majority of time so you know as we as we said like you know academics are really important so we can't um, necessarily falter on that um, first and foremost but again just like really thinking about like the financial investments that the school makes with the sport um, you know, the support they're getting outside. So like, are people coming to the sport, you know, like that's, are people, a student body, like supporting the sport. And if they're not, you know, that can, that can be something where if you're like really passionate about it, like, you know, try to put in the effort to get more support. And if you can't, then maybe join a club, you know, like, so there's a lot of different factors that you can take into consideration when like 
really wanting to continue with the sport, but school involvement is actually really important because, you know, your school is going to be a big supporter of what you do. Yeah, I certainly agree with that. Like definitely like the funding and attention that you get. I'm not saying that we're craving for attention. That's that's a bad way to put it. But like we are just like No, no, just, but like yeah, like, like what we're saying, like we're just like, you know, we want to like, you know, have certain attention, you know, like we have some sort of support. We don't want to feel like, you know, we are neglected, you know, like which right. we want to still feel like the support, which I completely agree with. And also I think I, I remember like one of uh, Christian, one of the points that you brought up is like, uh, like, like your personal experience, like when you were on like varsity volleyball, like which is like very impressive, first of all. Uh, but you still stop because like your time commitment and other things. So that's kind of one of the points I wanted to make is like, don't that your achievement define you basically? Like, for example, like let's say you have a very like you achieve you got you know numerous awards, um. Let's say you got you got numerous like MVP championships. No matter what, like it's still you deciding whether you want to continue sport. If it's not make if you if you have all these achievements but you're not happy with it, I would say still stop because like passion. Like if you don't have that passion, you don't have that drive to continue. I know I sure sound like a rock right now, but like yeah, um, <laughs> still uh, yeah really no, still important to like you know have that passion and like, just continue. I agree. Like yeah, you just gotta. You know, really admit it. Do commit to it. Don't let just achievement define oh whether you should continue or not. Basically. Right, because sometimes like the you know sports that you continue and maybe give you the most challenges are the ones that are going to help you the most in the long run. So you never know. But um, yeah, I was I was just going to say like along with aligns with the um, you know sport slash like school support involvement and everything like that. There's a stereotype that you know, like the swimmers, you know, might achieve a whole ton, like they might, you know, be undefeated and everything. Thankfully, I was at a school that they really, you know, showed up for the swim team. They really showed their support. And like, it was a really big thing. We had the pepper rallies and all that stuff. But typically, it's the opposite way where it's like, even if you know, your football game is like, you know, like if it's a total bust or like the, the football team is just, you know, like weak on in the, in the school, like they get all the attention, they get all of the funding, they get all like the new equipment and all that. And then this, you know, swimming, you know, one of the sports that like, you know, takes a lot of effort, you know, you, they might win a whole ton, like don't get all the attention. So, you know, it is, it is important because if you go to a school that like, doesn't really have a well supported team or like, really bad coaches or something you know that's like something to also consider like we said but I do agree with you Chang when you were like talking about just how achievements don't necessarily like define your passion and everything so yeah well um I know we talked a lot about just advice with that but Christina do you have any other advice or other words that you like to say just about like trying to pursue one sport in particular or trying to balance or manage um, a sport? Yeah, I do, especially for the kids who are now applying, you know, for schools. I know that, like, you know, 
let's be real honest here. A lot of the reason why students do sports in the first place is to show that teamwork aspect when they're applying to college. Like I'm just gonna say it out loud here because everybody knows, nobody talks about it. Everyone says passion, everything, they cover it all up. But in the end, you're putting that in just so you can get one line in your college resume saying that you played as team sport and you were in the varsity something, you won this, you got MVP. Okay, well, now let's, let's cut that off, okay? Um, so in the end, at the end of the day, that really doesn't matter. Like I, when I applied to college, I, I really didn't talk a lot about my sports. Like I didn't really mention it within the, what did you win? What did you, you know, all that thing. I just had my whole, I remember having a whole essay just based on Outrigger, which is a sport that I absolutely love. Like, you, like we had practice every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday was um, comp day. So Monday to Friday and then Saturday comp day. Every single morning we would have to wake up at like 5 a.m., drive to the beach and then in the beach, which is like super, super, super duper cold, even though it's an island, um, we would have to get all the boats in and then we would have to all, you know, start exercising, go in starting at five, like at five, you can't see anything. Like it's really dark. It's really <laughs> cool. It's not beautiful as you think, you know? Um, and then we would have to practice all day. And then when the sun rises, when it's the beautiful part, they say, oh, well, now you have to go to school. <laughs> so we would all have to come back to school. And then at the hottest time of the day at like 3 p.m., we would all jump back in and, and then swim until six. So every single day, I would say we did about four to five hours of practicing just rowing on the boat. And that sounds super tiring because honestly, it is. <laughs> um, when, when competition season was over, you already knew I was sleeping in. But that's what really made me happy. And I think that that showed a lot into who I was when I was writing college applications. So for those folks who are doing um, sports, you know, to get that one slide in, I'm not saying that that's bad. Like that is good because in the end, you're going to learn something from it. Um, and Outrigger was just that one sport. And honestly, with Outrigger, we only won like two, three awards you know I didn't even get like a solo award for anything but that's just really what made me happy and that's how I really devoted a lot of my time and I think that you know while you're doing these things instead of just having the mindset of I'm just doing it for the sake of putting this in my college resume think more about what you might be learning from it how it might be impacting you I feel like that's um a lot of like the advice that I wish I had when I was doing a lot of these sports um so yeah, think the like think about the reasons of what you're doing, not just you know as a college resume thing. <laughs> yes, yes, no. That was that was such a great story to like kind of you know cap off our um, episode and everything. I just absolutely love you know just the way that you're talking about like how how passionate you were, and I know the schedule all too well. I know the late. Um, you know, late practices, I know the early practices and like going right to school after morning practice. So, um, you know, definitely kudos to you, you know, uh, a fellow um, early morning grinder. That's definitely something that is respectable. Um, but yeah, I would say, um, yeah, like just the whole like applications and, and like resume and everything, like sports are so much than that, you know, sports need more time, more devotion, more energy spent than just, you know, for, like you said, Christina, one line on a college app and stuff. So 
um, I think that's like some really great advice to kind of cap off our, our episodes. So um, I just want to thank Christina. Thank you so much for coming on to the podcast episode. We're really happy that you got to share your stories and experiences with um, all of the sports that you've, you've played. And um, Chang, what should our audience be doing right now? First of all, thank you, Christina, for being joining us on our podcast today. I, I really enjoy your experience, your stories, and the advice that you share with our fellow audience. And if you guys haven't already, like, please check out our like later, like earlier episodes. Like those, we feature some amazing guests as well. We talk about some really intriguing, interesting topics that might be beneficial as well. And then also, if you haven't already, like follow us on Instagram at Fundamental Podcast where uh, we post Motivation Monday, basically just quotes from world-renowned athletes. And then if you guys have any ideas, we want to dis- any topics you want to discuss, or you want to be a guest on the, on the podcast, you can just shoot us a DM or shoot us an email. We'll get you set up right away. And yeah, I think that's, that's about it. All right. Yes. Thank you so much. And yes, I just want to quick emphasize that if you haven't been a guest you know in the past or you want to come back on um, we'd love to have like another episode with um, you know same guests so if you're watching you know you're always welcome but um, again thank you Christina it was a pleasure to have you and um, until next time we'll see you on another episode of the fundamental podcast thank you so much for having me <laughs> Yeah, it was a great pleasure. See you guys next time.